You're listening to episode 238 of the Room to Grow podcast. I'm Emily Goff, a podcasting coach, lifestyle entrepreneur, and a Canadian with a sense of curiosity and adventure, always asking more questions and using stories to connect with and positively impact others. Here on the Room to Grow podcast, we're going deep into big topics like relationships, mental health, business, confidence, lifestyle, personal development, and entrepreneurship, and being open, honest, and real about how to learn from tough lessons along the way when life throws you into the unexpected. I bring you thoughts and guests with stories that will change the way you look at the world and yourself so that we can learn from each other and grow with lots of self-love and compassion every step of the way. There's always more room to grow. Are you ready? Let's do this. Hey, hey, welcome back to the Room to Grow podcast. Emily here. And today's episode is a little bit different because my birthday is tomorrow. So a date of, of this airing, my birthday is tomorrow. And I every year I usually try and come up with some sort of episode um, related to my birthday in one way or another, just because it, it can seem kind of self-indulgent, but sometimes it just uh, sort of puts me in a reflective mood, I guess. <laughs> and I usually try to do something that is a bit of a reflection over things that I've learned over that past year. So you can go back and check out uh, episode 153, which was the life-altering year of 32, all about burning bridges, burning relation, building relationships, and facing your darkest fears. And then there was way back in 2018, episode 46, all about simple ways to create more joy, even when life gets challenging. Um, but this one is, is a little bit different. So I wanted to take a little bit of a different approach here because 2020 has obviously put a bit of a different spin on everything. It's given us a completely different perspective and a set of perspectives that we didn't really necessarily have before. And it's changed a lot of things in really significant ways. So I want to talk about 20 things that are worth, are, that are not worth postponing. And again, this year has sort of been an example of that, that we've had to make, you know, tough choices. We've been faced with difficult decisions maybe that we didn't uh, think that we ever would. This year has looked wildly different than we thought it would, than any of us thought it would. It has canceled plans. It has changed things for better and for worse. Um, there's There's been a lot that has gone on and it tends to be those types of more extreme circumstances that remind us when we want to do things without putting them off. And just making the decision to do the things that we sometimes would otherwise postpone for a variety of reasons. It can be pride, ego, um, you know, just not getting to it, being too busy, whatever that looks like. But we put this stuff off. And I think that this year has been a really beautiful reminder for all of us about the kinds of things that we want to hopefully prioritize. I've talked to a lot of people who feel that way. And I have certainly felt that myself as well. So these are sort of 20, 20 different things that I feel are not worth postponing. And some of these are things that I've kind of learned this year. And some of these things are sort of lessons that I've learned kind of all along the way and have just become even more obvious to me maybe this year as well. <laughs> so number one is to reach out when you miss someone or you think of them. I don't know a single human being who is not missing someone this year because we are separated in a variety of different ways, uh, largely because of the pandemic, but it can be, you know, travel. Like there's, there's so many things that are going on here. And even on a good day, when we don't have an, a global pandemic happening, there will often be somebody in our life that we miss. 
And when you think of that, when you think of that person, reach out. Don't wait. Don't wait until it's a good time or it's convenient or whatever that looks like. You have no idea the incredible impact that it can have just somebody hearing that someone misses them. Think about how you feel when somebody tells you that. That's such a beautiful thing. So don't put that off, especially when people are, are lonelier and we are more separated, physically separated and isolated than we've ever been before. There's no reason why we have to also be emotionally separated too. Number two is a little bit related to, to this one, but uh, to the reaching out when you miss somebody, but it's, it's to tell people that we love them, even when it means that we have to put aside our pride and ego to do so. If you genuinely love someone, I, this is something that I have um, been talking to a few friends about behind the scenes a little bit because it's sort of this concept that I don't think I would have said this a, a couple years ago and it's something that has really grown in importance to me because I think that it's so important to, again, let people know when we love them, even if, and, and even if they don't love us back. And this is where the pride and ego comes into it. Because a lot of times, and this is obviously especially relevant if we're talking about romantic relationships, but this can still be applied to a variety of different types of relationships. If we tell somebody that we love them, that's already a risk, right? We, we are terrified that we won't hear it back because then that is very triggering and, you know, triggers our sense of rejection, potentially abandonment, like all these different things, unworthiness, whatever that looks like. But... To me, I would rather that someone out there that I genuinely love and adore know that I feel that way, even if they don't feel the same way for me. Because again, think about how that feels, just feeling loved. And yeah, you know, it might mean a lot more to you than it does to them. But my whole thing is life is too short. Life is too short and I would rather be able to show up with, you know, genuine honesty and and integrity and let someone know when you love them because what a beautiful gift that is to be able to share that, that sentiment with somebody. So tell someone that you love them, even if it means that you have to put aside your pride and your ego to do so. Number three is to set necessary boundaries. This can come in all different forms, in all different relationships. Uh, This can come in the form of, you know, setting boundaries with ourselves even sometimes. But learning to set necessary boundaries, and this will always be an ongoing thing that we are always having to revise our boundaries and, and learn what we will tolerate and what we won't. And there's all kinds of lessons that are encapsulated here in, in every experience that we have that will teach us more boundaries that we need to set. But setting those boundaries is so necessary to our own well-being. Number four is being kind. That's it. That's not a hard one to explain. Just to be kind. No matter who you are coming into contact with, you don't know what another person is going through, what they're dealing with. If they're in a really bad mood or if they're really grumpy or whatever, I usually look at that as it it can be very difficult to not take that personally, extremely difficult. But I tend to try to look at that as, you know, they could have a lot of shit going on right now that I know nothing about. So I'm just going to try to show up as a, a kind human being as much as I can, even if I don't necessarily love how they're acting right now. 
So being kind, so, so important. Number five is seeking and creating joy. Listen, this has been a fucking heavy year (laughs) and (laughs) it's really important to still find those small moments of joy wherever you can find them and however you can go about creating them. Joy doesn't have to be, you know, over the top, like, you know, some big massive um, thing, you know, you you have to go on, on some big trip or something in order to create joy. No, you can cultivate joy in your everyday life in everything that you do. And of course, yeah, there's still going to be parts of our day that are not necessarily joyful, but there are so many ways that we can build joy into our life. So seeking out joy and creating more joy, there's, there, there's no downside. <laughs> there is no downside. And yet so many of us push it aside because we get busy. We get too tied up with being productive, working, uh, you know, wh- whatever, whatever that is, whatever we allow to get in the way. But we can cultivate joy while still being busy, while still going about our everyday life and showing up for people the way we need to. We can still build joy into that. Number six, um, about things not worth postponing, is making hard choices that others won't if it brings you peace. That can also go a number of different ways. That can come in the form of setting boundaries. Maybe you need to uh, set some limitations around the people that you hang out with or change that up a little bit. Um, maybe you need to, I had to make some hard choices this year to shift the energy of my life. And it was when I was caught in a cycle of insomnia and, and burnout. Um, and I, I'll reference that episode because it did come out with an episode about that as well. Um, and I had to make some, some tough choices to really break that cycle and there were people in my life who did not agree with the choices that I was making because they were a little bit concerned. Uh, part of it involved me doing some traveling and my, my, some of the people closest to me were very concerned about the obvious um, health concerns that, that are happening right now. And I had to make some tough choices and it was not a decision that I made lightly. Um, so that's just one example but there are so many different forms that this can come in, in terms of making hard choices that others won't, if it brings you peace. Because ultimately at the end of the day, that is what matters most. Number seven is showing compassion towards yourself and others. And sometimes it can be a lot easier to show compassion to others than to ourselves. We're usually hardest on ourselves. So I wanted to kind of add that in to make sure that you're showing compassion to yourself as well as everybody else especially in a year like this where everyone has had a tough time. Sometimes we just have to remind ourselves, you know what? It's been a a hard year. Like I I don't know anyone who hasn't struggled this year in one way or another. And you need to show yourself some extra love for that. Number eight is giving the benefit of the doubt. Because generally in my personal experience, or perhaps this is just the biased lens in which I view the world, because we all have that. (laughs) But in my biased opinion, Um, generally people are doing the best that they can with what they're equipped with and yeah, how they're showing up might not be how you want them to show up, but they're probably doing their best. And that's something to, if you can keep that at the forefront of your mind, that can really change your outlook and shift the way you interact with people in a really significant way. Number nine is speaking your truth. 
I have talked about this uh, a lot before and, and, you know, it, sometimes I talk about it in the form of, um, speaking your truth publicly as well from, you know, a business standpoint, podcasting, all of those things, but ultimately just speaking your truth in general could not be more important. It is crucially vital to your health and the health of the relationships that you have with other people as well. And speaking your truth can mean letting someone know when you are setting a boundary, telling someone what you will and will not tolerate. Um, you know, just being very honest with yourself. And sometimes being honest with ourselves is actually hardest. Let's, let's just use one example here. I, I have been in this position in the past before, and, and I know so many people who have also been in this position where you might have some sort of relationship with someone. Again, it could be romantic, platonic, whatever that looks like. And you maybe are getting some vibes that it's not, it's a little bit off. You know, it's a little bit off. There might be like a little bit of intuition happening or whatever. But rather than admit that to yourself, you basically lie to yourself because you want to maintain the relationship. So that's just one of many examples of speaking your truth. But ultimately, you need to be very clear about what you stand for because if you want other people in your life to show up with honesty and integrity and you want to build all kinds of relationships that are formed on a basis of trust, you damn well better be doing that for yourself because you can't hold other people in your life to that same expectation if you aren't speaking your truth to yourself and for yourself as well. So speaking your truth is absolutely vital. Number 10, apologizing when we're wrong. <laughs> and apologies are a tricky thing because a genuine apology comes with changed behavior. And a really poor apology is one that typically starts off with, I'm sorry you feel that way. Because what that's doing is not acknowledging that you may have, and again, this is assuming that you've, that you've done something wrong. And even if you haven't done something wrong, that's typically not <laughs> saying, I'm sorry, you feel that way. It's not really a great way to start off <laughs> because it's not really ad addressing and acknowledging how the other person might be feeling and why they are feeling that. That is the key part there. What is at the root of them feeling that way? That's what you really need to get to. But when we are wrong, again, pride and ego can start to come into this because of course you want to be right. We all want to be right all the time. We're, we're human. That's, <laughs> that's just how we show up in the world. What do you mean? I'm not right. <laughs> Why can't you see it my way? <laughs> but apologizing when we're wrong is it's humbling, but there's so much to be learned there. But only if you are going to apologize in a genuine way and if you truly understand what you are apologizing for as well. Don't just say the I'm sorry's because that doesn't work. That's not going to help really the situation. That's not going to build trust in that relationship that isn't going to work out. So we need to apologize when we're wrong as long as we are fully understanding of the situation and we're being really genuine about it. Number 11 is all about forgiving ourselves and others. I did an entire episode all about forgiveness, did a deep dive into forgiveness way back in episode 126. It has continued to remain a highly, 
highly downloaded episode. Um, it was an episode that I got more comments on and more feedback around, like really positive feedback than most episodes have ever come out with. So I do recommend going back to check that out because I, I kind of examined forgiveness from a few different angles and the fact that forgiveness is ultimately for us too. But this kind of goes a little bit hand in hand with apologizing when we're wrong because apologizing and maybe forgiveness can be very closely tied depending on the situation. And when we hold on to anger and resentment and all those things, that's hurting us far more than it's hurting anybody else. So forgiving ourselves for choices that we made when we didn't know better and forgiving others for their words, behavior, whatever that looks like, that is going to make life a lot better. Number 12 is to give a genuine compliment once in a while and let someone know why you appreciate them or how they've touched your life in some way. And to me, this even applies to strangers on the internet because for anyone who has an online business um, in particular, I, you'll know what I mean because if, if you've ever gotten a comment from a perfect stranger on the internet before about how some piece of content that you came out with or something you said or did or a program you created or uh, coaching that you offered, whatever it was, impacted them in some way and changed their, their life in some small form or shifted their perspective in, in a really significant way. That feeling is difficult to even describe or put into words. And to be able to not only have the gift of being able to, to have, and, and I'm, I'm speaking about this just for a second in the context of, of, you know, an online business or something like that, to be able to have access to a platform where we can reach strangers and people all over on, on much bigger levels is just absolutely unreal. And then when people reach out and, and give you a genuine compliment about that, that's amazing. But it doesn't have to be on the internet either. It can be the person serving you coffee in the morning. It can be your sister, your mother, your, your partner. Give someone a genuine compliment and let them know why you appreciate them. You could change the entire course of their day. You could change the entire course of their week, their month, their life. Seriously. And how many times do we think to ourselves something that we might really like about someone or that we really appreciate them or how they impacted us in some way, but we don't tell them. Again, a lot of what I'm talking about here, it comes down to communication, like reaching out when you miss someone, telling someone that you love them, um, you know, speaking your truth, setting necessary boundaries, giving someone a compliment. These all come down to communication. And if all of us were able to communicate in a, in a better way, we would probably all walk around much happier humans, much happier humans. And there's always more work to do. Like no matter how good one is at communication, there is always room for improvement. But telling someone what you really genuinely appreciate them, what a beautiful gift that is. Number 13 is all about caring for your physical health. Do not postpone that. Okay, I can't tell you the number of people that I have spoken with and, and that I know their personal stories where they have ended up with really serious um, health scares or, or situations where they had this wake up call where they're like, I've been overworking, 
um, to the point of burnout. Like I experienced earlier this year, um, not to the point of, you know, a hospitalization or anything like that. Just it, we, we sometimes get in these cycles of it's often related to overworking or something like that. Maybe it's caring for, uh, loved ones, um, whatever that is, just not eating in a way that makes us feel good. Um, not getting any movement, fresh air, exercise, sunshine, drinking enough water, you know, all the, the basic kinds of things. Don't wait. Don't wait until there's something wrong with your health to take care of your health because you only get one body. So take care of it because it's going to be with you until the very end. Number 14 is showing up for others when they're struggling. And again, I think it's safe to say that this is an especially important one this year because we have collectively all been struggling. And it's a little bit of a tricky one when we're all in this sort of position, because sometimes we may not feel energetically prepared to show up for someone else. But even just a simple message, I have uh, one of my, my really, really dear friends, we live very far apart from each other. And even pre-pandemic, nearly every single day, we send each other a message, even if we can't send anything longer, if we don't have time or whatever, we send each other a message going like, hey, thinking of you. Hey, just checking in on you. And again, this kind of comes back to like reaching out when you miss somebody or when you think of them, that is such a comforting feeling that there's another human being walking around thinking about you. That's amazing. And especially when people are struggling, I, (laughs) another really dear friend reached out to me just yesterday, actually. And uh, he sent me a really, really sweet message. He was thinking of me and I sent him an audio message back and it started out okay. But at one point I, I was surprised by this too. I unexpectedly burst into tears <laughs> and I was like, oh my God, what's happening? He had friends over and what did he do? He put, he put everything aside and called and talked to me on the phone for 40 minutes. And I was so touched that he would take time out of his day to do that, especially when he was busy. He, he had other things going on and I, I just thought it was the nicest thing. And there was a reason why I call him a really dear friend because it was just so lovely of him. And that kind of stuff, like that will always stay with me, that he did that for me. And if we can do that for another human being, that is such an incredible gift. Number 15 is treating every human you come across as your equal. And again, this, you know, ties in with being kind and and all of those things, but no matter who you come across, treat them as an equal human being because they are. We are all humans walking this earth, trying to figure out life. That's basically what it comes down to. Nobody's better than anyone else. And if you think that you are, you may need to have a little bit of an attitude adjustment. So treating everyone you come across as, as your equal is so important and it will dictate how other people show up for you too. Number 16, laughter really is the best medicine. (laughs) And I tend to be known for laughing, uh, even at inappropriate times, (laughs) Um, so sometimes I feel like it, if people don't know me, they can almost be startled. They're like, why is she laughing? (laughs) And it's honestly not on purpose. I just seem to do this, but sometimes it can feel harder than others to find something to laugh about. But this sort of comes in with like the, the seeking joy and just allowing things to be light a little bit and letting yourself laugh, even when things are really hard, because honestly, when things are really hard, that's probably when you need to laugh the most. 
And that can also be when it feels the most difficult to find something to laugh about. But, you know, see who you surround yourself with too. Like, can they crack a joke to you once in a while? Are you surrounding yourself with people who have a sense of humor? Because then when you're having a tough time, they might be able to help lift you out of that a little bit and vice versa when they are maybe struggling. There's a beautiful healing quality to laughter that we grossly underestimate. And if you can find ways to laugh, do it. Do it. Number 17 is all about changing your environment to shift your energy. So I, I kind of already mentioned this, but I, I took that to a slightly more extreme example. Um, and I have in the past, where I have the immense privilege of being able to travel with my, my job. I can take my job with me wherever I go. So that is a huge privilege. It's obviously, uh, you know, financial privilege, like all of these types of things. I'm hugely privileged to be able to do that. When it comes to travel, we've obviously been extremely limited this year, very limited, um, which is fine. And I just happened to make the choice to travel for a variety of reasons. Um, I didn't go, you know, around the world or anything like that. And it was, I was very aware that I was taking risks and I took as many precautions as I possibly could. That was a hard choice for me to make. I didn't make that lightly at all, but it can be really simple things to change your environment. It can be moving the furniture around in your office. It can be, um, you know, getting some, uh, some extra, like a new, a new wall hanging or something like that. Maybe you get yourself an extra cozy blanket for your couch because that will just make you feel extra snuggly at night. Whatever that looks like, there are really, you know, small ways that you can change your environment to shift your energy when things feel stagnant. Number 18 is spending time with the people that we love. Quality time is my biggest love language. And I think a lot of people can tend to feel that way, even if, you know, there's the actual like five love languages and and some people might have different love languages, but ultimately I think a lot of us do tend to feel that quality time is really important. So even if you can't spend quality time with your loved ones in person right now, do the Zooms, do the FaceTimes, send the messages when you're thinking of them, all of these different things to create that quality time. You know, sometimes we're going to have to work a little bit harder to do that right now, but putting in that effort is so worth it. Number 19 is breaking habits that don't serve us. And again, this can go any number of different ways, but if you recognize habits that you have that are not helping further you in some way, and some of them might actually be detrimental, what can you do to change and shift that? And number 20 last one is learning to let go and release expectations. That's a hard one. It is. That's, that's a really hard one. That is one that I am still usually constantly learning. I've gotten a lot better at it, but (laughs) I am still always learning more and more about that one. And it's tough because we just, we create these expectations in our head of what we want something to look like, how we want a particular situation to go. Um, we write these stories for ourselves. And then we are usually inevitably disappointed when they don't go exactly according to the version we had played out in our heads. And sometimes that does, that, that often does us more harm than good because then we sometimes miss the really beautiful things that can come out of those situations because we're too busy focused on what we thought should have happened. 
So learning to let go and release those expectations is going to be really, really helpful for us, but it is a practice like anything else. It's not something that just comes overnight. So these are the things that I have learned in my 34, 33, 33 years. I'm turning 34 in my 33 years that are not worth postponing. And uh, I, I'm sure that I will only continue to add to this list. If you have suggestions that you would love to add to this list, let me know. Send me a DM over on Instagram over at Emily Goff Coach. I would love to hear from you. Uh, but I hope that you got something out of this. And especially after the year that we've had, I think that it's just even more important than ever to learn what shouldn't be postponed. Like what, what we simply don't want to postpone anymore because we all are leaving 2020 with a different perspective than we came into it. So thank you so much for listening. <laughs> I'm very grateful. I am also um, coming at you right now from quarantine. So yes, I'm spending my birthday in quarantine. Again, part of the hard choices that I made to have to shift my energy a little bit and to spend time with people that I adore. Um, and it, it was absolutely worth it. I would do it again in a heartbeat. But yeah, so coming at you from quarantine. Uh, and honestly, I, I can tell you that <laughs> I... If you told me a year ago that this is how I'd be spending my birthday, I would be a little bit thrown off, but I, I'm going to have some cupcakes. I'm going to have Zoom birthday parties. It's fine. <laughs> We're taking it for what it is, right? Letting go of the expectations. That's a whole part of this. <laughs> All right. Thanks so much for listening and we'll be back soon. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast today. I'm so grateful you took the time and it means the absolute world to me. For any references in the episode and all show notes, be sure to jump over to roomtogrowpodcast.com. And if this episode touched your heart, it would mean so much if you would take a quick second to hit subscribe, write a review and share on social media or with someone who really needs to hear today's message. It makes such a difference to keep this podcast going so I can continue to bring you amazing content and absolutely incredible guests. Be sure to tag me on Instagram over at Emily Goff Coach so that I can thank you in real time for listening and connect with you. We're back every Tuesday and Thursday with brand new episodes and I'm looking forward to growing with you.